potential, but if you want to talk about long-term potential, real big numbers, Permian probably takes the cake. An oil field can have nine lives because technology keeps improving. Oil historian Diana Davids-Hinton at the University of Texas says peak oil theorists couldn't foresee this. In the 1950s, a Shell oil geologist predicted that U.S. output would stall around 1970. Working with the geological knowledge of the time and the technology of the time and the economics of the time, he was actually right. Now, with different technology, the pessimists are wrong. I'm Scott Tong for Marketplace. Let's turn now to the bond market where junk bonds are all the rage. Once again, you heard me right. The bizarre and apparently quite persistent atmosphere of low interest rates and unusual central bank policy has investors piling into these higher risk bonds. Marketplace's Mark Garrison reports. The polite name for junk bond is high yield, but lately it's more of a relative term. Kathy Jones is chief fixed income strategist at Charles Schwab. They're higher than other bond yields, but they're not high by historical standards at all. Junk bonds are yielding just above 6%. They were north of 10% as recently as February. Traders make bonds sound freakishly complicated, but bonds are actually pretty easy to understand once you strip away the jargon. When you buy a corporate bond, you're lending a company money. It has to pay you for the loan. That's the yield. It has to pay a higher yield if it's a riskier company. But supply and demand are at play here. If lots of other people line up to buy this company's bonds, it can get away with paying less. And that's what's going on now. Demand for junk bonds is bonkers because less risky bonds aren't providing much yield. It's very simply the function of there's not many other games in town. Ed Altman is an NYU finance professor and junk bonds expert. Interest rates are extremely low. The Federal Reserve keeping interest rates low because they're concerned about the economy. And this is driving investors to take on more risk. They go there because Fed policy is helping push down yields on safer bonds. But even as demand for junk bonds rises and yields go down, the risk remains, which is important to remember before changing your retirement investments to follow the herd. Kathleen Gaffney is a veteran bond investor and portfolio manager at Eaton Vance. The tendency to reach for yield generally ends very badly, and that's something to think about. In New York, I'm Mark Garrison for Marketplace. On Wall Street today, the European Central Bank disappointed investors by declining to do anything to stimulate the European economy. Stocks declined as well. We'll have the details when we do the numbers. Interesting little deal today between Hewlett Packard Enterprise and a somewhat unknown British company. I mean, I say little, but what I really mean is an $8.8 billion deal. That's what Microfocus, the British company, is paying for HP's software division, which is really coming back home. Most of the software Microfocus is buying used to be part of a British company called Autonomy that HP bought a few years ago. Now, that plan did not work out at all for HP, but Microfocus thinks it has a winner. Tony Bonsignore is a business reporter for the BBC. Hi, Tony. Hi there. So tell me what we're looking at. Who's this firm and what are they buying? Yeah, so um, this firm, very little known, it should be said, called uh, Microfocus, and they're buying the software business of HP. Uh, so the hardware business is, has been split off, and they're buying 
the remnants of HP. You would imagine somewhere there's a few H HP executives kind of with their heads in their hands thinking, blimey, how did we get to this point? <laughs> to be honest, I think they've been in that state for a few years now. Um, but let's talk about MicroFocus. How well is this company equipped to take on... It's basically going to quadruple in size overnight, right? How much of the, a problem or a challenge will that be? Yeah, and, and triple the size of its workforce as well. There's been a few voices saying, hey, this is perhaps a bit of a risky deal, perhaps a, a deal too far in terms of scale. It remains to be seen, but certainly shareholders are pretty confident they can pull this off. And the other thing to talk about, of course, is the sector. It's hugely profitable as well because microfocus are talking about profit margins of anywhere between 20 and 40 percent. Very profitable. So I have to ask you, why would HP sell? <laughs> I, I think that the boss, Meg Whitman, has had to refocus uh, the business and she's decided the way forward is hardware uh, and not software.